It is Tuesday, November 9th, and this is your daily financial news. If you don't know already, this channel, One Rental at a Time, is pretty amazing. You can count on consistency and daily execution. Seven days a week, you will get a daily financial news update, and then we speak with eight to nine multimillionaires every week just for you. This is not one channel with one guy talking all the time. I bring on other experts across the board. For example, on Tuesday, you will get three interviews with me in the Lumberjack. You will get three interviews with me, Omar, the real estate entrepreneur. And yes, I still take on uh, special guests. I have a special guest today. It's scheduled for 10 o'clock. So lots of stuff that we do on this channel, but it is all for you. Hope you enjoy it. First off, let me congratulate another one who got another deal. Saws, congratulations. This might be your, is this your fourth card? This might be your fourth card, so uh, maybe a third. I think it might be your fourth, but uh, congratulations, folks. If you don't know what this is, we're running a contest here. I'm calling it the Positive Impact Score. I am spending some money because I want to see how many of you are inspired, you know, think one rental at a time is useful, helpful, whatever it is. I'm trying to figure out what is all this work leading to. And to do that, I bought a bunch of cards. I'm mailing them out when you close your first or next deal. You don't have to be a student. Love you to be, but you don't have to be. You don't have to read the book. Love you to read the book. Just, hey, one rental at a time. Help me some way, somehow, and we will get you a card out there. So congratulations, Saws. A couple of things to talk about today. First and foremost, we have our first over-under of the week. If you go back to Monday, you can listen to what I predicted. I love the fact that everything is recorded and I delete nothing. Uh, so first, today is PPI. If you were to go back and listen to Monday, November 7th video, you will know that the over-under for PPI was 8%. 8%. I called 8.4% as my number, so I was clearly taking the over and it came in this morning at 8.6. Yeah, two months in a row, 8.6, highest on record, matching September. I don't know how they can continually say uh, inflation is transitory when it's, uh, you know, when producer prices or wholesale prices in inputs to our supply chain are, are racing that high. So again, if you took the over, congratulations, 8.4% uh, call. Yeah. I think I got that one right also, uh, at least close enough, right? So remember, if you want to participate in this, we have one more over-under of the week, CPI. CPI comes out tomorrow. Uh, I put the over-under at 6, 6%, and I actually chose the under on this one. I called 5.8%. So if you want to participate, you want to play along, leave your comments below, take a wild guess. This is all guesses. Let's see what uh, is going on here. And yes... Uh, I saw Jason Hartman uh, mention that Thanksgiving this year is going to be expensive. I think he said it might, uh, the cost of Thanksgiving might double this year. Folks, inflation is real. And uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I did get that shirt made uh, that says, uh, I use inflation to get rich. Ask me how. I thought it was very creative. Uh, somebody created that. I liked it. So we created it. It's now out there. You can find it on my website, One Rental at a Time. It's just a fun little shirt. Uh, so uh, something else going on today, GE General Electric. General Electric 
has decided that the value of their company is best done by breaking it up. Some of the parts is more than the whole, as they say. So you can look forward to GE breaking up into three companies, aviation, healthcare, and energy. Uh, I think it is without a doubt once these companies are standalone, their total valuation will exceed uh, what GE is um, as of today or as of yesterday before the breakup was announced. This is also something you have to realize a lot of tech companies, a lot of folks talk about YouTube, Facebook, things of that nature. If you were to break them up into other entities, I suspect their value would be greater kind of apart than together. It's just interesting to think about. Wow, have you seen the 10-year note? The 10-year treasury has taken a hit again. This feels weird. This feels abnormal. Uh, you know, supposedly the Fed is backing out of the market. Uh, obviously, inflation is running higher, all of these things. And yet, the 10-year is down. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about this, but part of me thinks, is China involved, right? There's a lot of nastiness going on in China. We will talk about that in a minute. Are they selling? Are they taking any price? Are they flooding the market with U.S. treasuries? They are large holders. Now, they're not currently active buyers at any scale, but they are large holders. Part of me wonders if they are liquidating what they can, and thus the inflow is kind of causing rates to go down. I don't know. I don't know, but it does seem like China is cash, like cash broke. If you remember, folks, I talked about accounting uh, a couple of weeks ago. I know it's boring, but it's vitally important for you to understand what is going on in China's property sector. You have an income statement. You or any business has an income statement. You guys probably think about that, right? How much I make, taxes, mortgage, rent, car. And at the bottom of that is discretionary dollars. I call those freedom dollars. It is all in my course. Get your money right. Lots of people think about income statement. Most people think about the balance sheet. What is your net worth? Your assets minus liabilities, all of that stuff. However, the most vital financial report is the least understood, the never discussed cash flow statement. Cash is like blood through the body. It needs to be moving through the organization, right? So that it can pay its bills. China's property developers, cash is stopped because what is at the top of a cash flow statement? Sales, right? They are selling properties. The Chinese consumer is going on revolt. The Chinese investor buyer has gone on revolt. They don't trust, they don't trust what is going on. They have retreated from the market. For example, Chinese property developer, I'm going to call it Keisha, K-A-I-S-A group, has now gone as far as to desperately plea for help. They need cash to pay lenders, suppliers, and workers. Folks, cash flow can kill a company, or I should say the lack of cash flow can kill a company. And Chinese property developers up and down the stack, I think Keisha, if I remember the article correctly, is the 25th largest property developer. All of them will be impacted by this. Property development is a debt business. And if they can't sell the next development, the next unit, 
they all will eventually die. It's just how it works. So China is in for a lot of pain because they have now taken the consumer, the buyer, and changed the rules of the game. And they are not happy about it. So again, that is going on. Uh, in addition to China property risk, we now have some numbers. And oh, by the way, the Fed, as of yesterday, I told you the Fed was having, uh, I think yesterday was Monday, right? So seven Fed presidents. Uh, Powell has now come out and said, you know what? The China property crash might have some global risks. Now, again, we've been talking about this. Jerome Powell said exactly what we said. The first tier or first ring of risk are for commodity-based countries. Think Chile, Australia, Brazil, right? The suppliers of things that go into China's building. But after that, again, we said it here first, the debt market, the risk market is going to reprice risk. Now that will impact China. It will impact countries around China, emerging markets. Good news is this is all stuff I said was coming. Now, Powell is saying it as well. You can go back and find my videos. I think we talked about this like 60 days ago when Evergrande first hit the market. So again, this is all going on. They now say that the China property risk could take $1 trillion, $1 trillion out of the global growth story. Folks, Starbucks was your sign. Starbucks three weeks ago said, we're not selling as much coffee in China. What the heck happened? Well, trust me. If you woke up one morning and you were worth 50% as much, you'd stop buying lattes too. That's a sign, folks. It's going to get ugly in China. So things to watch for. Finally got some numbers about the U.S. single-family market. Again, one rental at a time is what I'm trying to buy. It's what we talk about, yield, doing the work, buy box. If you're in my course, you know what we're talking about. But it looks like the U.S. single-family rental market is a collective total across the country of $5 trillion. Uh, that's more than I expected. But yeah, $5 trillion. Looks like Wall Street has poured in a whopping $10 billion over the last three years. That's, uh, that's nothing in a $5 trillion market. Interestingly enough, Wall Street has come to single family. Why? Because the yields are better. It's why you are following me here at One Rental at a Time. Their demand for office and retail has fallen 40%. This is a yield game. You want to know why Wall Street is in single-family rentals? It's the best return. It is that simple. Uh, I don't know why people try to overcomplicate it. Uh, looks like national rent uh, has been highlighted. It is up 8.5%. That is why I think CPI is going to raise higher tomorrow, although I think it is yet to hit in any real detail. Uh, but we'll see. It's tomorrow. Uh, John Burns Real Estate Consulting. If you're not following them on Twitter, you really should. It looks like John Burns has done an a exhaustive search across the build for rent model. And they're highlighting that roughly 12% of future new homes are already committed to buyers of build for rent. That is interesting because capacity, we're quote unquote, not building enough homes. 
all of the workers working on build for rent are not working on owner occupants. There's a lot of stuff going on. Again, 12% of all construction, if John Burns is correct, is actually for a landlord. I got to tell you, that was bigger than I expected. Got some uh, interesting stuff from annual reports from Invitation Homes and American Homes for Rent. If you don't know, these are two of the largest single-family renters or rental owners across the country. It looks like Invitation Homes likes to buy junk. I've done this. I like to buy junk. It looks like Invitation Homes spends about $39,000 if you're in my course called Make Ready. Right? Make Ready is upfront capital that you deploy before a tenant moves in. Uh, American Homes for Rent, a little bit better. They're buying nicer stuff. I would say they are doing lipstick. They spend 15 to 30 grand. So if you round that out, let's call it 22.5. Looks like American Homes for Rent's buying a little nicer stuff. Uh, just because they reported it and I wrote it down, American Homes for Rent uh, owns 54,785 homes. That's a lot of homes. That's a lot of homes. And then finally, I want to give you a supply chain prediction. Supply chain prediction here time. Here we go. Uh, as I said yesterday, the day before Christmas, holiday season this year, there are not going to be a lot of discounts. Retailers are going to crush it. We are sitting on $1.3 trillion in excess cash. Y'all are going to spend it. Not going to get a lot of discounts. Why? Because there's not a lot of supply on the shelves. Then, lo and behold, we will get to February, maybe March, maybe late January. Those shelves will be busting with stuff that finally got there. It'll be out of season, out of time, whatever. And we will see discounts like we've never seen before. So, folks, we will go from lack of supply to oversupply. We will be out of season. It will be wild what happens in retailers next, I don't know, I'm thinking February. It's just weird what is going on in our economy today. So, folks, that's what I got for you today. Three conversations with the Lumberjack coming, Omar, and then a special guest at 10 o'clock. I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, one more time, Saws, congratulations. I think this is your fourth, third or fourth card. It'll go out today. Everybody else, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. Michael Zuber out. Bye-bye.